Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. Well, we're out on New Year's Day skiing at Bow Lake in the Rocky Mountains. There's a lot of snow and there's not many people here. In fact, we can't see anybody. Today's the story about Booger McFarland gets a job designing houses. Booger McFarland was in need of a job. He looked in his kitchen. All the delicious hot dogs were done. He just squirted the last bit of ketchup into his mouth. All he had in his fridge were some red circle things. A friend had brought them over and he didn't know what these were. He opened up a drawer. Inside the drawer of the fridge were some green things. They looked like pieces of paper. Finally, in a bowl on his kitchen table, were some yellow things that looked like fingers. Booger had never seen any of these things before. He took some of the green pieces of paper. He tried to write on them, but they wouldn't go flat. And they were very squishy. Next, he looked at the red circle thing. It was kind of squishy too. He thought it might be a red tennis ball and he threw it against the wall. Splat! Oh no, there was red juice all over the wall. This was terrible. Next, he looked at the yellow fingers. He thought maybe they were extensions for his own fingers. So he cut off the end and put his fingers in. Yuck, he yelled. It was super squishy, icky, and gross. Booger was not happy with these discoveries. He didn't know what he had found. Just then his doorbell rang. He went to the door. Well, howdy, Booga! It was his good friend, Keith. Well, hi, Keith. What brings you here? Well, I just had some extra hot dogs. Wanted to come over and eat them with you. Have you got any ketchup? Oh, I just drank it all, said Booger. I don't have any ketchup at all. Aw, shucks, said Keith. He looked around. Why is there a splattered tomato on the wall? And have you been trying to write on this lettuce? Booger looked at him. That's a tomato? Well, it sure is. What did you think it was, a tennis ball? Um, no, no I didn't, said Booger who had obviously thought it was a tennis ball. Keith looked at Booger's fingers. 
Are your fingers covered in bananas? Um, no, said Booger. Well, they sure look like they're, hey, someone's been putting his fingers in your bananas. Ah, uh, so these are what bananas are, said Booger. Fancy that. Booger looked at Keith. I got a problem, said Booger. I'm out of food. I need a job. Keith looked at him. I don't need a job yet. I still got some more hot dogs to eat. But let me tell you, I did see a job offered. It was for a home designer. Booger looked. A home designer? You heard me right. Booger smiled. Booger lived in a house. He probably knew everything there was possible to know about homes already. Booger was excited and he phoned up the home building company and said, my name's Booger McFarland. I wanna come, I wanna be your new home designer. He just so happened to be talking to Tommy Two Pants, who was the president of the company. Well, my name is Tommy Two Pants. What's your name? My name's Booger McFarland. I just told you, I want to be your new home designer. I know everything there is to know about designing homes. Really? Said the president, Tommy Two Pants. I've struggled to find someone good for this role. You sound like you are perfect. Can you come down and meet? I sure can, said Booger. I'll be there tomorrow morning. Oh, that's too late. I've got to go to Yellowstone National Park tomorrow. I'm doing some great hiking. Oh no, said Booger, what are we gonna do? President Tommy had an idea. You know what, Mr. McFarland? I've been looking hard for someone for this job. You're the best candidate so far. I would like to hire you. You will start tomorrow. All right, said Booger. But there's one thing. Since I'm not there, you'll have to be in charge of the build. Now, I must tell you, Mr. McFarland. I'm listening, President Tommy Two Pants, said Booger. Well, this is the most important house we've ever built. This is a mansion and it's for the Smith family. It has to be absolutely perfect and like no other house in the world. They're spending millions of dollars for this perfect house. Well, that sounds great, said Booger. I'm gonna make this the best house ever. That sounds great, Mr. McFarland. Please be at the mansion's address at 8 a.m. I'll be there early. I can't wait to start, said Booger. Booger was so happy. He went into his emergency supply of hot dogs. Deep in the very bottom of his freezer, underneath all the ice. And you wondered, why did Booger need so much ice in his freezer? But deep at the very bottom 
were two packs of hot dogs. They were very, very old hot dogs. And they were known as Booger's Emergency Hot Dog Supply. Well, yummy, said Booger. This is gonna be delicious. He cooked all 24 hot dogs. Some, in, some on the barbecue, some he boiled, some he put in the microwave. He was swallowing hot dogs two and three at a time. This is the best hot dogs I've ever had. Before he knew it, all 24 hot dogs were done. A single tear rolled down Booger's cheek. I'm out of hot dogs and I'm still hungry, said Booger. I love me my hot dogs. Booger turned on the television and fell asleep watching TV. His favorite way to fall asleep. He woke up with the sun in his eyes. He got up, looked in his fridge, empty. Looked in the shelves in his pantry, empty. How am I gonna get food, thought Booger. Then he remembered, oh yeah, I got a job. He looked at the clock, it was 9.30. He was supposed to have been at his job an hour and a half ago. Luckily, Booger had fallen asleep in his clothes. He didn't even brush his teeth. He took a piece of chewing gum and got in his car and drove to the mansion. He showed up, all the workers were waiting. Got out of his car, a man walked up. Are you Booger McFarland? Yes, I am, said Booger. All right, come with me, the boss wants to see you. Booger followed the man to the back of the construction site. This was no house, this was an enormous mansion. In the backyard, they were building a huge outdoor pool. There was a lady there. So you're Booger McFarlane. Why, yes I am. You're an hour and a half late, said the lady. Well, I was just looking at some drawings to make sure we did the good design, said Booger. You're an hour and a half late. Um, who are you? I'm the construction manager. We've all been waiting for you. We do not like inefficiency, Mr. McFarlane. Oh. Well, I thought I was in charge. Yes, you're acting like the president. You make all the important decisions for us. Well, that sounds great, said Booger. What decisions do you need first? Well, Mr. McFarland, if you'd come with me, I'll take you to the house. They walked around the front and went in the front door. The front door could have fit a giant. 10 feet tall and eight feet wide. It was enormous. Well, gee willikers, said Booger. This is some entranceway. He looked around. If he squinted it at his eyes, he felt he could see the roof. It was that big. This is the entryway. We call it the grand entrance. Well, I'll say it's grand, it's sure pretty cool, said Booger. The construction manager said, follow me, Mr. McFarland. They walked through the grand entrance into an enormous sitting room. On the wall was the biggest TV Booger had ever seen. Holy, said Booger, look at how big that TV is. It's like your own private movie theater. Yes, it's the biggest theater money can buy said the construction manager. 
Booger, look around. I like these chairs you got, but I feel like it's missing something still. What's that? Said the construction manager. Booger looked around. Well, where's the toilet? The construction manager looked at him. Well, it's, it's down the hall. It's a very nice toilet. Let's go have a look. Booger went to look at the toilet. It was a massive toilet. It was very, very nicely done. Comfy toilet seat, big sink. But Booger was just shaking his head. No, this just will not do. This is not a suitable toilet. The construction manager looked at him. This is a wonderful washroom, Mr. McFarlane. What is the problem? Well, the problem is, what if I'm watching a movie and it's the most important part and I gotta go to the toilet? You expect me to walk all the way down the hallway into this room? I can't see my TV. I can't hear my TV. The construction manager looked at Booger very quizzically. This was something she had never heard of before. What are you saying, Mr. McFarlane? What I'm saying is, you gotta be able to go to the toilet while watching the favorite show. We need a toilet in this room. The construction manager looked horrified. A toilet in this room? But that would be disgusting. Would you want just a toilet in the middle of this room? Like a, a toilet bowl? No, that's not a bad idea, but this has gotta be something special, said Booger. He thought, hey, you know what? These chairs look real comfy, but why don't we put a toilet in each chair? The construction manager's eyes were open wide. What did you say? Let's put a toilet in each chair. That way you don't even have to leave your seat to go to the washroom. Uh, <laughs> you're very funny, Mr. McFarland, but obviously we can't do that. Uh, we can do that. The President Tommy has put me in charge. We can do it and we are going to do it. This will be a one of a kind. No other mansion in the world has toilets in the chairs. Just imagine, you can sit here, watch your favorite show and never worry about a call to nature. The construction manager looked at him. This is disgusting. But you're right, President Tommy told me you had complete control and you were in charge. I don't like this idea, but I accept it. She got in her phone and called the plumbers. All Booger could hear is, yes, I'm serious. We need six toilets in the main living room. The toilet bowls to be inside the chairs. Booger heard that. Hang on there. I don't want the toilets to be visible at all times. The people don't just want to sit on toilets. It's got to be real luxurious looking. Yes, Mr. McFarlane, I'll get it done. She hung up. Well, here we are, Mr. McFarland. There's your great change. What are you going to do for the rest of the day? The construction manager asked them. Rest of the day? This is the first room. I need to check out the kitchen. You need to check out the kitchen. Why the kitchen's all done, it's perfect. I'm in charge, I wanna see the kitchen, said Booger. All right, Mr. McFarland, the construction manager said, and left the sitting room and went over down a hallway into the kitchen. 
See, Mr. McFarland, it's perfect. Everything you could ever want, all in one place. Booger looked around and said, it looks pretty good, but where's the microwaves? The construction manager walked over and opened a door. The microwave has been carefully hidden. No one wants to look at a microwave. I said microwaves. One microwave isn't enough for anybody. And this is supposed to be a luxurious mansion. The construction manager looked at Booger. How many microwaves are you thinking, Mr. McFarlane? Well, could we fit 11 microwaves in here? 11 microwaves? What could you ever need so many microwaves for? Well, if I'm having a party, I'll be using four or five of these microwaves to make hot dogs and I gotta make some nachos in case people want something healthy or some pizza in case people want something healthy. And maybe I wanna make some soup and coffee, you know, anything. Microwaves can cook everything. Um, Mr. McFarlane, I think one microwave's gonna be enough. No, we need 11. But, but there's no space. Booger started to open cabinets. But all these cabinets are empty. We can fill each of these cabinets with microwaves. Mr. McFarlane, that's where they're gonna keep their food, their plates, all their cooking utensils. Then Booger pulled open a metal door. What in tarnation is this? That's the dishwasher, Mr. McFarland. Dishwasher? This is a luxury mansion. They're not gonna be washing dishes or having plates. Everything's gonna be eaten off of paper plates and plastic utensils. Rich people don't wanna wash plates. Mr. McFarland, I think they will want plates and a dishwasher. Well, I'm in charge. I want microwaves in every crevice and cranny in here and get rid of this dishwasher. Oh geez, Mr. McFarlane. I think we can fit two more microwaves where that dishwasher was, Booger yelled. I'll be in the washroom. Leave me here. As soon as the door closed, the construction manager, whose name was Lynn, got on the phone. She was calling President Tommy. President Tommy was in Yellowstone, a place where there's not very good phone reception. Sure enough, when she called President Tommy's cell phone number, it went straight to voicemail. Construction manager Lynn left an urgent message. Oh, President Tommy, are you sure about this Booger McFarland? He is asking for some very, very strange changes to this house. I thought the Smith family was very happy with it, but Mr. McFarland's changing everything. She finished her call and hung up. Just then Booger came out. All right, next room. Construction manager Lynn wanted to be very careful. She did not want any more changes and took Booger McFarlane into the basement. Well, here's a beautiful basement. It's got another large TV room, a toy room, two large bedrooms for older kids, as well as two washrooms. The Smiths have already seen this and they loved it. 
Booger looked around. This is a very nice design. I've got to hand it to you. It's almost perfect. Almost? I think this is perfect. We've spared no expense. Well, you have spared an expense because if this was perfect, it would be an enormous pool. Oh, what? Said construction manager, Lynn. It would be a pool. Everybody knows mansions have pools in the basement. What better way to get around your basement than by swimming from room to room? Construction manager Lynn said, but these walls aren't designed to be a pool. Well, sounds to me like you made an enormous mistake, said Booger. This has got to be a pool. Construction manager Lynn thought. She was very flustered. She never expected anybody would want this to be a pool. Um, she thought, but what will we do with the beds if we make this all a pool? We'll put the beds, we'll nail them up high above the pool. So you climb out of the pool into your bed. What could be better? What about the toilets, Mr. McFarland? How are they gonna get in the toilets? You know, you got me there. We'll just turn these into sitting rooms. We got all those extra toilets in the living room upstairs, now in the chairs. Construction manager Lynn looked around. So you want this entire basement to be turned into a pool and all the beds to be hammered to the wall? No, not just that. These beds are gonna need bedside tables. You have to hammer them into the walls. So anybody can swim from room to room and just relax. This is what the Romans used to do. Every Roman king would have a pool in his room and his bed nailed to the wall, said Booger. Construction manager Lynn said, I, I don't think the Romans had kings and I don't believe they would flood their basements and nail their beds and bedside tables to the wall. Mr. McFarland, I think you're not reading the correct history textbooks. Well, I saw it on the internet. Yes, but not everything on the internet is real, said construction manager Lynn. It was on Facebook. It had to be real, said Booger McFarland. Construction manager Lynn was gonna keep arguing and then Booger looked at her. President Tommy put me in charge. This is my decision, make it happen. I'm done for the day, I'm tired. Construction manager Lynn looked at Booger. He'd only been there an hour. Is that all you're gonna do today? She said, do you need me to do more? Construction manager Lynn thought, no, no, this actually, this is a lot of work for us. As Booger was leaving, he said, do we have a company credit card? Construction manager Lynn said, yes, I'm gonna need it to get some supplies, said Booger. He took the credit card and went to the supermarket. He loaded his car up with hundreds of dollars of hot dogs and hot dog buns. He even went to the gourmet ketchup section and bought bottle after bottle after gourmet ketchup. He bought lots of mustard and he even decided to be healthy and bought one tin of relish. He could barely fit all his hot dogs, ketchup, hot dog buns, mustard, 
and relish in his car. I bought too much, he said. He looked at what he'd bought. He had to get rid of something or he wouldn't be able to close the door. Well, I guess I'll have to try relish some other time. And he put it on the ground and drove home. He got home just in time for lunch. He'd been gone working over two hours. He started fixing up his hot dogs and had a great old lunch. Meanwhile, back at the construction site, construction manager Lynn kept trying to call President Tommy, but could not get him. Finally, she looked around. Her most trusted employee was a very hard worker called Henry. Henry, I need you to get the next flight to Yellowstone National Park. We need to track down President Tommy and tell him what's been happening. Henry looked around and said, I'll go, but who's gonna take care of all this new work? Construction manager Lynn looked around. Alexander, William, you are both been very good leaders so far. I need your help to manage all this work. As she said this, truck after truck started showing up along the street and workers were flooding out. Some went downstairs, some went into kitchen, some went upstairs. Unfortunately for construction manager Lynn, she had to keep doing all this building. The workers worked well past midnight when she finally said, okay, everyone, you can go. But construction manager Lynn stayed there to check. All the work was done okay. She was still awake the next morning when construction workers started to come back. She heard a very loud car. What is that disgusting car noise? Sure enough, up came Booger. Hey, it's Booger's here. He walked in. He went straight to the living room and looked at the toilets. These are perfect. Then he went to the kitchen. Finally, someone's done the kitchen right. Downstairs, he could hear water. He looked in. He couldn't see the ground. Oh, I'm gonna go for a little swim later. All right, you guys have done good. Let's get on to the next work. They went upstairs. Booger went into the master bedroom where Mr. and Mrs. Smith would sleep. Oh, this room's all wrong. Construction manager Lynn said, this room, they loved it. This is exactly how they want it. No, it's not. First off, look out this window. What do you see? A beautiful hill and gardens. Yeah, that's all wrong. What you need to see here is a tree house and an escape zip line. I need you to get an enormous oak tree, build an escape tree house and get a zip line. Construction manager Lynn looked at Booger. Um, Mr. McFarland, you can't build a tree. Well, plant one and get it to grow real quick. Construction manager Lynn was really confused. It'll take decades for a tree to grow as big as you want, said construction manager Lynn. Just get started. And also, it's pretty obvious this room is missing something. Miss missing what? Said construction manager Lynn. Where's the toilet? Construction manager Lynn pointed to a door at the end of the, of the bedroom. Well, there's a beautiful ensuite right there with a shower, a jacuzzi tub, a toilet, two sinks, everything you could possibly want. But nothing in this room. 
What if I'm watching TV? Well, there's no TV in this room. Exactly. Put a massive TV on this wall. And right here by the window, let's put a toilet. Construction manager Lynn did not fight this. She knew it was futile. Okay, Mr. McFarlane, I'll do it. Booger toured the other rooms and had little small changes he wanted. All right, let's get on the roof. Uh, on the roof? Yeah, I wanna see what's on the roof. But we can't get on it. It's, it's very steep. You can't be telling the truth. You made a steep roof. Why, yes, I did. Ah, oh, well, how are we gonna do what I wanna do? It's the piece de resistance. Construction manager Lynn said, piece de resistance, what's that? The most important part. It's Spanish or German or Flemish or Dutch. It's another language. It's not English I'm speaking. I'm very cultured. Construction manager Lynn said, well, I don't think we're gonna be able to get into the roof. Well, we better, let's go. He went down to the backyard and found some ladders that the roofers had left. He climbed up the ladder and got onto the roof. He was barely able to stay on the ladder. Construction manager Lynn had been on lots of ladders, but she didn't like the look of this. Does everything look okay, Mr. McFarlane? It's all wrong. But what do you mean? It's, it's just a regular triangular roof. This way, if it snows or rains, the water will flow off into the eaves troughs. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But where are we gonna put the trampoline? The, the trampoline? Said construction manager Lynn. Yeah, if this is gonna be the best mansion ever, it needs a trampoline. Construction manager Lynn says, ah, uh, could we put one on the roof on this side? No, not on a sloped roof. If you take one jump, you'll fly off into the hill. Oh, I guess we can't have a trampoline, said construction manager Lynn. Oh, we're gonna have a trampoline. We gotta flatten this roof immediately. Construction manager Lynn said, but if we flatten it, it'll cost a lot of money. And what happens if someone's jumping the trampoline and they fly off the roof? They'll kill themselves. Well, that's not our concern. People gotta be safe. Booger looked around. I'm gonna go to the store and find a trampoline. As Booger left, construction manager Lynn got on her phone. She couldn't get a hold of Henry. His cell phone went straight to voicemail. And she couldn't get a hold of President Tommy. She called the roofing company and they started to tear apart the roof and put a flat roof on. Later that afternoon, Booger came back. Almost all the changes he'd wanted were done. There were 300 new builders in this house, all working. It was costing hundreds of thousands of dollars to make these changes. Booger climbed the ladder on the roof. He said, all right, the trampoline's gonna be delivered in about an hour. Let's have a look at this roof. He looked at it. This is a good job, I like it. But there's still one more problem, Lynn. The construction manager said, oh no, what's the problem? Well, it's tough to get up here. You can't have ladders. We need to put in an elevator. An elevator? What for? To get up here. People are gonna wanna get up and get down. 
Okay, Mr. McFarlane, we'll do it. And one other thing, we'll need a toilet up here. You don't want people going for a jump and then not having the toilet, it could get real messy. Construction manager Lynn put her foot down. I am not putting a toilet on this roof. This is impossible. There's no plumbing up here. We cannot do that. She was very upset. The frustration of all these crazy ideas by Booger McFarlane. All right, you know, you make a good point. We don't want to waste roof space on a toilet. It's also going to get windy up here and could get cold. So let's put the toilet in the elevator. What? Say construction manager, Lynn. Yeah, we'll put the toilet in the elevator. That way you can use it while you're going up or down or you just call the toilet to you when you need it. But, but. Will it only be a toilet or will people be able to use the elevator as well? It'll be what they call multi-purpose. You can use the elevator or you can use the toilet. So you're saying that I could be riding up the elevator to go jump on a trampoline on the roof, which sounds in incredibly dangerous <laughs> while you're using the toilet, Mr. McFarlane? Well, I wouldn't say that would be something I'd want to do, but yeah, that could happen. Oh my goodness. She pulled out her phone and dialed again. Still, President Tommy's phone went to voicemail. All right, I'm done here. I'll be back tomorrow to check this all out. The elevator guys came and put in the elevator and a plumber came and put in a toilet inside the elevator. The trampoline was delivered and the entire mansion had been changed just like Booger McFarlane wanted. It was past midnight when construction manager Lynn's phone rang. President Tommy, is it you? Henry came and found me in Yellowstone National Park today. We're just at the airport where we finally got cell phone service. He's told me what's happened. I've chartered a plane. I'm coming back. This sounds terrible. Don't do anything else. Well, all the changes are done. Say construction manager Lynn. There's nothing left to do. Be there at 8 a.m., said President Tommy. Make sure Booger McFarland's there. Oh, I have to chat with him. At 8 a.m., President Tommy, construction manager Lynn, were in the great room of the mansion. It looked like steam was coming off of President Tommy's head. He was so angry, but there was no Booger McFarland. At 8.30, there is still no Booger McFarland. 9, 9.30, 10, 10, 30, 11, 11, 30, 12. Finally, at one in the afternoon, Booger McFarland showed up. Oh, hey, President Tommy. You got to see the house. Mr. McFarland, I talked to you last night on the phone. I said, be here at eight. Yo, you did, I totally forgot. I'm here now though. President Tommy looked. What have you done to this mansion? It was perfect. We were gonna be in magazines and newspapers. We had the best mansion ever built. Well, you see, I made some improvements, Booger said, and then Booger walked President Tommy through the mansion. At each room, President Tommy would listen to Booger, look at construction manager Lynn, and shrug his shoulders. How could anyone think this? 
is a good idea. Finally, Booger came back to the great room. Oh, I forgot to show you the best part. Let's go downstairs. Downstairs, they looked in the basement. It was filled with water. It's full of water, said President Tommy. I know, isn't it great? I love it here. President Tommy started to yell, Booger McFarland, you're fired! Just then, they heard a knock upstairs. They ran upstairs, and it was a very nice couple, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, with their two children. Well, hi there, President Tommy. Hello, Mr. Smith. Hello, Mrs. Smith. Oh, President Tommy, we just came to see the house. We heard there'd been some incredible changes, but we don't know what they are. Can we have a look? Booger said, Oh, you're gonna love them. Follow me, I'm Booger McFarlane. I'm the home designer. Booger took him in to the living room. President Tommy said, Now I assure you, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, we can turn all this back. This was just a miscommunication. Mrs. Smith said, Excuse me, but are those toilet bowls in, the, in these chairs? Yeah, they are. This way you never have to go to the toilet so far away. Mr. Smith looked over at Mrs. Smith, their eyes wide with disbelief. Finally, Mr. Smith said, This is the best thing I've ever seen. I've always complained to Mrs. Smith about having to miss an important moment in my game show viewing to go to the toilet. And now I don't have to. I love this. Me too, said Mrs. Smith. Now I'll never miss a moment of The Bachelor. President Tommy looked over at everyone, very surprised. What's next? Booger brought Mr. and Mrs. Smith into the kitchen. The kitchen just looked to be like a microwave showroom. Everywhere you looked was a microwave. Oh, I love this, said Mrs. Smith. Finally, enough microwaves to cook a nice dinner when we have guests over. She opened up some of the cupboards where she found even more microwaves. I always wondered what all these cupboards were for. I just need one to store our paper plates and another one for our paper glasses. Construction manager Lynn said, Are you serious? You're going to use paper plates? Yes, we are, said Mrs. Smith. We're very rich washing dishes. I'd never do that. Booger led them through the house to the master bedroom, then to the elevator. While they're going up, Mr. Smith said, I love you put a toilet in the elevator. It's ingenious. It's, it's multifunction. Booger looked at him and nodded. That's exactly what I said. They went for a couple jumps on the trampoline and were having a great time. Booger said, let's go down and look at the basement. They went downstairs. Mr. and Mrs. Smith smiled. Oh, this basement's gonna be perfect for the kids. They can swim from room to room. It's what every child ever wanted. Mr. McFarland, I was not very happy with this house before. I'd been telling President Tommy it lacked the wow factor. You have given it the wow factor. This is the most wonderful mansion I've ever seen. I love it. President Tommy stood there. It's like he'd just seen an alien. 
Construction manager Lynn, her eyes wide, looked like she'd just seen an iguana stand up on its rear legs, walk, and order a pizza. Booger McFarland beamed. In fact, said Mrs. Smith, we have many rich friends who complain about their houses not being luxurious enough. I'm sure they'll all want to build homes designed by Booger McFarland. At this point, President Tommy's ears twitched. You mean you want more houses like this? Said President Tommy. Yes, we do. Many more, all of our friends. Booger looked at Mrs. Smith. Well, I'm sorry. I've been fired. President Tommy didn't like this house. Oh, Mr. McFarland, you must, must design more houses. You are a supreme talent. Well, I can't do anything else today. I'm tired and I still haven't been paid. President Tommy opened up his wallet took out all the money he had, and he'd had a lot of money for his holiday at Yellowstone National Park. He gave it to Booger. Booger's eyes widened. He had never seen this much money before. Well, this is great. I gotta take some time off because I'm exhausted, but I'll come back and work for you and design a new house in the future, President Tommy. Mr. and Mrs. Smith came over. Mr. Smith gave Booger a handshake, Mrs. Smith a hug. They both said, you've made our dreams come true, Booger McFarland. Booger got in his car, looked again at all the money he'd got from President Tommy and went home. He was happy and it looked like he had a new job. The end, or to be continued as Booger McFarland designs more houses. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.